0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome hello. to our very first episode of our soulmate twin flame Boot Camp. I'm Sophia Leash, and I'm here with Sarah. Hi, Sarah. She's already said hello, but say hello. Yeah, again. I
0: already said hello. You covered that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
1: So, the, so, let's talk about the song before we go any further. That song was by a really good friend of ours who's in a band called Roxy Watson, it is our favorite soulmate twin flame song. You can find it on RoxyWatson.com, and it's called "Find Our Way to Love."
0: You took a nice pause so there. Anyway, just saying. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I have to flip back through all these. <laughs> okay, so Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches. And we are able to help you with all of your love and relationship issues and concerns. Here you'll get no fluff or fairy tales, no new age mumbo-jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic insights. You can find us at soulmatereadings.com and twinflameconnection.com, where there are tons of articles about love, romance, relationships, soulmate, twin flames, as well as links to our twin flame blogs and websites. Today, we're talking about a very common occurrence with soulmates. We get so many calls from clients who are distraught because their soulmate is on the run and basically becomes a soulmate runner. Mm-hmm. This phenomenon happens so often, it almost becomes commonplace with almost every Pretty much. relationship Pretty we have much. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Even though many soulmates will have to experience this it is probably one of the hardest challenges every single soulmate will face. So will leave the other soulmate very confused as well as, in a great of, as well as in a deep state of emotional pain. So, Sarah, why do soulmates become runners in the first place? Why, in relationships that are so deeply connected, does this type of behavior even happen? <sighs>
0: Well, there are a lot of, of different reasons, and of course every couple is different, but one of the main reasons is that there's always going to be one soulmate that is the stronger of the two in the soulmate relationship. One has a stronger spiritual foundation and is usually more aware of the depth of the soulmate connection. This this soulmate, they're also, you know, like aware of the connection, and that they know that it's a soulmate connection. You know what I'm saying? They have that recognition. They've usually embarked on their spiritual path, like, earlier in their lifetimes and sometimes way earlier, you know, than the other soulmate has even begun the process. So that's why there's that, you know, imbalance. One's much further ahead on the path and the other is further behind. Mm -hmm. So, like, so that one is more open, you know, to the idea of soulmates and spiritual partnerships. And they may have even put it out to the universe that they're ready to meet their soulmate. You know, and it's also possible that they've already experienced one soulmate connection already in this lifetime. So when their soulmate arrives, you know, they're more willing to accept it and have a better understanding of the connection between the two. And they're much more prone to embrace it.
1: Yes, yeah, so this person, the one with a stronger spiritual foundation, becomes the chaser. And the other soulmate becomes the runner. Now, the interesting part is that they both, both of them, both, feel the same intense emotions. They experience the same connection and chemistry and feel the recognition on a soul level. They may not call it soulmate, but they know that there's something special there.
0: Oh, the yeah. runner
1: feels everything the chaser feels. They're just not willing to accept it. Instead, they are scared to tell of this thing that is happening to them that they have zero control over. They're a bit more in the dark in terms of understanding things, especially on a
0: spiritual level. They're yeah, they don't even want to try slight. and understand it.
1: Sorry. <laughs> exactly. And then their fight or flight mechanism kicks in, and they choose to fly, and off they run. So many people want to know what makes soulmates run. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's get to one of the first reasons soulmates run, okay? That is, again, because of the fear of the connection. The soulmate connection is felt instantaneously and very deeply, like boom, right from the get-go. It feels... Intense and like nothing either of them have felt before and can easily, easily knock someone off center because of the, the crazy energy exchange. Even if somebody's, you know, I can't wait to be my soulmate, blah, blah, blah. When they do, they're like, whoa, like I didn't know it was going to be like that, okay? So it's definitely like something you've, you've never felt before. This connection can make one or both question their own sanity, okay, especially the runner, they don't understand logically what they're feeling emotionally or spiritually, and they just can't make sense of it. The whole thing just doesn't make sense. They're uncomfortable. uh, They're afraid of the connection, and all they want to do is sever it. And in an attempt to do that, they run. They often block the soulmate completely out of their life. They won't talk to them. They completely ghost them. They won't take their calls, texts, nothing. Block them off social media and basically act as if they have no idea that their soulmate even exists. This, of course, leaves the other soulmate completely devastated, devastated. And and you know ghosting someone. and usually calling us, <laughs> just saying.
1: Yeah, when they call us, but, you know ghosting <laughs> someone is is one of the worst things that you can do. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, The fear of the connection usually leads to outright denial by the runner that the soulmate connection exists. They refuse to believe what they feel and instead try to convince themselves and their soulmate and everybody else around them that they feel absolutely nothing for their soulmate. Mm -hmm. The relationship may have started out as this fantastic whirlwind with both soulmates enjoying the connection and going with the flow. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, they turn cold and distant. They drop off the face of the earth. They can be cruel and even hostile. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. The runner may even run into the arms of someone else, a new lover, or reunite Mm -hmm. with an ex. In an effort to prove the soulmate connection does not
0: exist. It really goes from one extreme to the other. Okay? All right. Another reason a soulmate can become a runner is that they're really not ready for a deep-seated you know, emotional and spiritual relationship. One or both soulmates may not have been in a relationship before where they could really see a long-term future with that person. But now, now that they've met their soulmate, they can see the future quite clearly. They know where this thing's headed. And where one of them is thrilled with the prospect, the other is scared out of their mind. Yes, most people want to meet the one, the person that they're going to spend the rest of their life with and live happily ever after and blah, 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 blah. But some are really spooked when they do. The idea of it, again, it, it doesn't match when it really happens, and even though they may think they were prepared for it, they're not. So even though the other soulmate has not forced the idea of long-term, like meaning like, okay, are we getting married tomorrow? You know, They may not have said anything, Okay. And, and and even the runner may have been the one that's already brought up like, oh, we're going to be together forever or when we get married or talking about children or a future or whatever. That was fine at the beginning. And then the, the runner feels like they're heading towards a relationship they feel that they're not ready for and feel they have absolutely no control over. Even though it can be early on in the relationship the runner can sense, they can feel the serious nature of the connection now and it scares the hell out of them. So poof, they're like gone. They leave skid marks. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah, and often the soulmate runner does not want to be accountable and responsible in an adult relationship with connection points on every level, the spiritual, emotional, physical, and intellectual. For example, um. Let's say the soulmate runner was more the player type, either in short term relationships, serial dating, or not committing to one person. When their soulmate comes along, they feel the desire to change their ways, but then fear kicks in. They don't really feel ready to make the changes to have a stable, healthy, loving, committed, monogamous relationship. They try to make their soulmate relationship as dysfunctional or superficial as their prior relationship, which causes what? Friction and problems. And trauma. Soulmate... And trauma. <laughs> when their soulmate expects them to step up to the plate, become a runner, and go back to their lower level relationship they were in previously and all the behaviors that go with them.
0: That's a lot of times where that, that soulmate, triangle comes in where there's either like, you know, two girls, one guy, two girls, one guy, whatever. But that that's usually how that happens where they go back and forth from one to the other. Oh my God. Yeah, insanity. Okay. Now, if one of the soulmates has been hurt in previous relationships, they can become a runner when they encounter their soulmate. They reflect on the memory of how badly they were hurt before and then they come to the conclusion, like, uh oh their soulmate could hurt them even worse. That scares the crap out of them. They know they've never felt the depth of the feelings that they have for their soulmate, and instead of focusing on the love that they can share together and how this could be something different and this could be something better, no, no, instead they're so fearful of the fact that their soulmate could hurt them worse than they've ever been hurt before, again, bye. Instead of waiting for the shoe to drop, They sabotage their relationship themselves by getting out of it before that can possibly happen. And they also want to kind of be the one that ends the relationship so they can make certain they don't have to experience the emotional pain of their soulmate breaking up with them they never have a good reason, you know, for the breakup. Because there isn't one, okay? So they just wind up making one up or, you know, use some trivial, you know, nonsense. You didn't answer my text for an hour even though you were in surgery. You know, like something really stupid and, you know, that's why they end the relationship and then they just run away. So we have to also consider
1: though there are soulmates are mirrors for one another.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when a soulmate runs, they are not really running from their soulmate. They are really running from themselves. Mm-hmm. Because of the reflection they see of themselves through the eyes of their soulmate, they see what they must work on to grow and behold Personal growth, spiritual mm-hmm. lessons, soulmate lessons, rather than going through this transformation to becoming a better human being, A romantic partner, they submit to fear instead and resist the change and take off. They refuse to learn the lessons that they they need to learn instead above all the work. No, they avoid all the work because they find it easier and more comfortable to remain as they are. They choose the path of least resistance. They become runners because they're not ready to face some cold,
0: hard truths
1: about themselves by looking at the mirror.
0: Well, yeah. Well, that's well. That's one of the big misconceptions of soulmates is that they don't understand. Like, when you meet up with your soulmate, a lot of that stuff that you didn't even really know about yourself, even if you consider yourself very self-aware, you think it's dug up, and it's those things that they're facing. You know, within themselves, they're not like like you just said, they're not running from their soulmate. They're really running, you know, from themselves, which. Uh, Yeah, that's going to take some work, not fun. And another reason why soulmates resort to running is because they're afraid of intimacy, not sex, intimacy. They may have had long, serious relationships before, but never experienced true intimacy, especially at the level soulmates share with each other. They're afraid of someone knowing them, like really knowing them on such a deep level because they're afraid to reveal those vulnerabilities and, and, and no longer be able to hide anything from their partner. You know, it, it sounds great to say, like, oh, you know, I really want somebody to just like know the real me. Ah, is it really? That is uncomfortable. But, you know, these people like keeping parts of themselves hidden. They're afraid to reveal themselves and become vulnerable. So, you know, instead of being content in the knowledge that there is someone who knows them just as well, if not better than they know themselves, uh, they get really uncomfortable. They don't like the fact that they can't play any BS games and won't get away with them either, even if they try. So instead, they become runners and often run straight to a more, air quote, safe you know, mundane, you know, settling type of relationship, usually with somebody that is the polar opposite of their soulmate, you know, and doesn't have the same intense chemistry, the connection, you know, where they feel that they're in control of that situation because they can't get hurt that same way. And, you know, they can keep those parts of them hidden and and all of those. And those are usually the, oh, my God, when they're involved in those relationships, boy, does that cause a whole nother series of problems.
1: Yes, it does. You know, a soulmate runner can even react to change from past lives and incarnations with their soulmate that, mm-hmm. that weren't resolved or ended badly. You know, for instance, okay, so let's say you both lived in the early 1400s as a couple. The male was a soldier required to fight for his kingdom or country and goes off to war. Was a he was in the Game on. of
0: Thrones. He was in the Game of Thrones. He never returned. <laughs>
1: and is never heard from again. The female, waiting at home, has to presume he is either dead or taken prisoner. The thing is, she will never know, since they didn't have Facebook or Instagram back in the 1400s, and she could feel completely abandoned. This could essentially create abandonment issues in the present life. When these two souls incarnate again as soulmates, Because it wasn't resolved in a past life. To avoid the abandonment issues again, the soulmate who was abandoned in this past life could have insecurity issues and may sabotage the relationship because of fear of abandonment and become the soulmate runner. So it may not even be something that's a present life situation that causes the soulmate to run.
0: Well, that's also the kind of scenario, you know, where you would see, you know, the on-off thing where, like, yes, the soulmate leaves, but then the soulmate comes back, and then the soulmate leaves again, and then the soulmate, comes, because they're constantly testing that abandonment. Again, they have that fear of abandonment, so they just keep abandoning their soulmate. They're not solving their problem. They're just creating more. But, yeah, that that, that happens a lot. That's for sure. When a soulmate feels like they are losing control, they often become runners. At first, it may have felt great to just, like, let go of all control and become consumed by the soulmate connection and relationship. They just went with the flow. They enjoyed the feelings of being out of control and the whirlwind and all that fun stuff. They enjoyed the high that came with the intensity of the the sexual and romantic chemistry, and then suddenly they snap the brain kicks in and it's at it's at a struggle with that spiritual connection. They say to themselves like that what they must be feeling, you know, can't be possibly real because it doesn't make logical sense. They then like don't like the lack of control where before, you know, they gave into it and completely, you know, rode that wave and they were happy to do so. So in an effort to regain that control, They become runners, and again, usually end the relationship. This gives them a false sense of control. They often may come back into their soulmate's life, again, like we were just discussing before, only to leave again, okay? And they feel like since it's entirely up to them when they come back and when they leave, you know, that they are in control. They're in control of complete chaos, but in their mind, in their emotions, you know, and, and what makes them comfortable is knowing that they're in control. They turn it on. They turn it off. And it's all up to them. And, again, this, this creates another completely dysfunctional soulmate relationship that is a big, huge, hot mess.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what should you do when you're in a soulmate relationship where you are the chaser and your soulmate is the runner? first thing you have to do is stop chasing them. Hallelujah. It's been yeah. No, it, no, it, no,
0: is no it is easier. Way. No, it it should be easier. It's, let's put it this way. It's sitting in a chair versus running after a crazy person. I'm thinking sitting in the Most chair per- is easier, although I don't know why everybody finds it so difficult. But what? go ahead. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So um,
1: chasing after your soulmate is only going to create more dysfunction. And it'll it will only make them faster further. You think, may think, think you can show your soulmate runner how much you love them, or believe you can talk them to help them understand your connection. This never works. Never ever ever they ever, don't ever want never want to hear it. No, never. They don't want to nope. hear it. Nope. And you might as well talk to a shoe. Shoo and they are unwilling or unable to accept the love you have to offer. Instead, you are inviting them to treat you horribly, and the runner almost always will treat you horribly when they're chased. Yes. They may say or do horrible things or treat you like you're crazy or that you don't even exist, ghosting. They will yes. try to convince you that they never cared about you, don't love you, and that you are not connected and that
0: Oh, yes, this should sound familiar to a lot of people, okay? Listen, it is not your job to convince your soulmate to stop running away from you, from your connection and your relationship. You may feel like it is, but in truth, it's not. These are their issues. And in truth, sometimes they have to learn that lesson. They have to have that growth When they are away from you, some can't grow within the soulmate relationship. That's why, and another reason why when this happens, it's not always for the worst. Sometimes it teaches an invaluable lesson, okay? I understand. We understand. Totally. It's very hard excuse your, It's excruciating, okay, to watch them get into other relationships, to avoid you, you know, to act as if you meant absolutely nothing to them, that they've moved on with zero problem while, you know, you're listening to love songs, you know, wanting to go drown yourself in a pool, okay, and it, it's sickening to see them on Facebook or whatever social media thing as if they're doing just fine without you. We get it. You hate letting them make their mistakes, knowing that they're making mistakes. You want to keep them from doing that. You, know, you want to help them accept and understand you know, your soulmate relationship, but you can't. Sadly, you have to let them go. Work on yourself because your reasons for wanting to chase them, ding, 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 your lessons are in there. Pay attention to that instead of what your idiot soulmate is doing. Only that is what you're under control of. Only that is what you can change. So focus on that. Focus on yourself for the time being. I know it sucks. I know it's hard and da-da-da-da. But it's the only way to use your time apart wisely. You want them to use your time apart wisely, you need to do the same thing. You make yourself weak when you chase a runner, okay? And you need all the strength you can muster to deal with your soulmate when and if they return.
1: So let's talk a minute about Twin flames. We've talked about soulmates um, for this entire broadcast, so yeah. let's shift focus for a minute and talk about twin flames, runners, twin flame runners, and chasers. Okay? And we want to do this because Sarah and I believe that there is not much to say concerning twin flame runners. The twin flame relationship is the highest spiritual connection you can have with another person. To have a twin flame experience, your spiritual evolution has to be extremely highly evolved for the meeting to even take place. And you must both be ready, willing, and able to accept your twin flame mission or your twin flame purpose, which is to bring something of value to the others on earth. Not so much about the romantic relationship, although it is there. Not so much about the great sex, although it is there. A twin flame relationship is to bring a soul gift to the world between both of you.
0: Mm -hmm. So before you can even meet a twin flame, it makes sense that your soul has had to go through many life lessons and personal growth experiences that soulmate relationships can bring. We believe that the soulmate relationships okay or soulmate relationships if you had several, are where you learn the lessons and the twin flame relationships are where those lessons are applied. You don't act out. You don't act crazy. You already know that stuff. You're more involved than in that. You've graduated from soulmate school. Okay? You don't have to repeat those lessons. So when clients call and say, you know, my twin flame is, you know, a runner and I'm a chaser and, you know, we're being pulled in different, you know, directions and this, that, and the other thing, Sophia and I are like, eh, okay. And we have to explain to them, like, if you're going to stick with a twin flame label, you're know, saying that, that that you you're convinced you guys are, you know, twin flames and if that's what you want to do that's fine but we can't speak the same you know, We can't use that label in speaking to you because we do not believe that twin flames pull these kind of shenanigans. They don't. They're not the same thing. They're completely different, although people use the, the labels interchangeably. So, you know, it's not that we're disrespecting or disrespectful of anybody else's opinion. It's just we can only speak to our beliefs. So if we have to answer you, we may wind up using the label soulmate, soulmate, soulmate. So don't get mad that we're not using your label and p.s if you're going to get mad that somebody's using a label you are not highly enough evolved to be in a twin flame relationship just my humble opinion so sophia and i do not believe twin flames run okay and keep in mind we're not here to change your mind you're not going to change ours so if you believe twin flames run and have drama you think and you know can't speak to us in a way that, you know, we can both be respectful of each other's opinion, then honestly, we're, we're not the people to call for a reading. You're not going to get, you know, what you want, and and nobody really wants an argument, especially, so, you know, find somebody or find some sites and, you know, that have some information and articles that, that resonate more with, you know, with your beliefs, okay? It, it's not to us it's not a, a twin flame relationship It's not about just the romantic relationship it's really about your mission as a couple so again we ask that people read our articles before calling us about what another you know psychic said or another site said or what they wrote because there's a really good chance you know we won't agree and we don't want your experience to be you know a bad one or a negative one and you don't have to agree with us you can go and you know do whatever you have to do but it's just wise, before you even think of contacting us, give the websites a bit of a read first and and, and see if it resonates with you.
1: Thanks, Sarah. I mean, it's truly how we see the nature of twin flame relationships. Since they are more spiritually in tune in advance, they will be aware of their twin flame purpose and ready to take that on as part of their twin flame soul blueprint, right? The Soul Mm -hmm. Runner and Chaser dance so seem to be present in many soulmate relationships. If your soulmate is running from you and you want to see if they will run back, you can find Sarah and myself at soulmatepsychicreadings.com and soulmatereading.com where you can make arrangements for confidential guidance and insight into your soulmate relationship. If you want to learn more about Twin Flames Please check out our Twin Flame blog at TwinFlameConnection.com, where you'll also find articles to support our views on Twin Flame relationships. We also welcome any of your suggestions for upcoming shows for our Soulmate Twin Flame Boot Camp. So please email them to us if you have any at Sophia at TalkMail.com, and Trevor will pass them on to us.
0: Yes, Trevor is our tech support person, and Trevor is awesome. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Soulmate Reading and on Facebook at Soulmates-Twin Flames. You can find links to all our social media on all of our blogs and all of our websites. Okay. And we have a really
1: good Instagram page as well. That is at Soulmates at
0: Soulmates Twin Flames. Yeah, that one's awesome. So, uh, we will see you guys uh on our next episode of whatever the hell it is we're going to be talking about.
1: All right guys, see ya. Bye. Bye.